Butler now ten and two in your last uh, twelve games. What what do you attribute the ascent of this program to? Yeah, I did not know that stat. That sounds good though. Ten and two. That's my agent over there. You can take over for him. Uh, as frustrating as today was, does it at all make you question the decision to coach out the rest of the season? Never. Never. Not even a fault. Trying to get players to do the right thing, and we use uh, playing time and opportunities in football to try to get them to do the right thing personally and academically. So um, that's basically all I got to say about that. Coach, that's all. But we got. you guys are really good about taking role. I, I will say that. I mean, um, our team fighting plays the way they do because they believe in, in uh, what we're doing and who we are. Um, they believe that you know we had an opportunity to come here and, and win a football game. Uh, that's the way that they played for for three quarters. Didn't have enough in the fourth quarter to to go get it done. Oh, welcome in the latest episode of that. SEC Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, every time I hear that beer opening, I know the weekend is close and the <sighs> games are finally here. How about it, buddy? <laughs> Absolutely. Going to be a slow weekend, but man, as I'm making these picks, brother, I was having some troubles, man. I don't know about you, but I'm sitting there like, damn, do I flip a coin on this one? I don't know. So I think we're going to have a fantastic weekend, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get to our SEC weekend picks here in just a moment, Shane. But as always, like we do on the Friday, got to mention sponsors of the show, Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com and don't forget to use that promo code SEC because right now, Shane, they're doubling initial deposit bonuses mm. up to a hundred bucks. So you got you have two hundred dollars and you may be asking, well, what the heck is this prize pick, Shane? Well, daily <laughs> fantasy sports, man, where they got the college football players, they've got the NFL, they got the NBA, they got the NHL, they even got UFC if you're into that. So they got you covered over at prizepicks.com. And, hey, I got a couple selections here that usually tip my picks here, but uh, I'm going to do it anyway, <laughs> Shane. I got three guys. I think you're going to like each and every one of these. So you ready for my prize pick selections? Yeah, baby. <laughs> and I love how I always go over. You're like, you never go under. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's going to have a big weekend this weekend. And that's I'm sticking with that theme, Shane, because I got Bo Nix. He's heating up, brother. I mean, he the last wow. couple of games, he's he's been pretty solid. No more are we mocking Bo Nix. He's a strength of that Auburn Tigers team. And I like him to go over 224 and a half passing yards against that Ole Miss defense. What do you think about that one? What? How many yards again? 224 is all he's got to get. Ooh, sounds like Mike's setting up another shootout here. So yeah, I like that. I mean, because that's what that's what Ole Miss does. Right. <laughs> it takes your quarterback and, and your normal numbers, and then it's amplified because you got to keep up with these bastards. <laughs> exactly. Now, how about I know you're gonna love this one, Shane. Missouri running back Tyler Beatty over 101 and a half rushing yards against the Vanderbilt Commodores. The only concern here for me, Shane, is if uh, they don't 
let Tyler Beatty play all four quarters because the game's so out of hand. What What do you think of that selection? <laughs> Yeah, or they just don't play, you know, just you know, forfeit the victory. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm with you, man. I think this is going to be – I think this is going to be a little bit of a statement game we'll get to. But it starts with the running back. And Beatty is one of the most unsung heroes of the SEC, if you ask me. Right. And then last but not least, Shane, probably the breakout player here in the entire SEC. I'm loving this Georgia freshman tight end Brock Bowers over – 54 and a half receiving yards against the Florida Gators. And Brock Bowers saying, I mean, all concerned with all these Georgia receivers not being in the action, he has taken full advantage of his reps. And he's looking like not only the best freshman tight end in the country, he may be the best tight end arguably in the country already. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think they're going to definitely need him and lean on him this week. So I like them. I like all these picks, Mike. All I do, Shane, is pick winners. So head on <laughs> over, prizepicks.com, get you some more. And don't forget to use that promo code SEC to really help the show out. All right, Shane, so enough of the prize picks. You ready to make our picks? Hell yeah, you're talking about – I'm going three. I'm going back to back to back this week on my <laughs> lock of the week. So, yes, son, I'm ready to make some money. How about you? <laughs> Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Not only am I picking Toledo to cover, I'm picking Toledo to win outright. God, Cash would kick your ass if he heard you say that. <laughs> that, that well, he kicked my ass regardless. <laughs> exactly. They're going to beat the brakes off Miami. You watch it. Mike, if Florida wins this damn game, I will sing the fight song Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening, brother. Yeah, orange and blue. Waving forever, forever pride, old Florida, may she droop now. Here. I, I forgot to hit record, so you got to do that again. Are you shitting me? No, I'm recording it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane, starting here, or should I just call you Mr. Locks? I'm very, I think people, everybody's <laughs> on pins and needles waiting for Cousin Shane's lock of the week. Missouri at Vanderbilt, the Tigers, favored by 16 and a half points. The over-under, Shane's at 62 and a half. And this game is uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. Missouri leads the all-time series 8-4 to four with one tie in there. So who do you like in the matchup? Mm -mm, Mike, you know what? I've been watching a little too much Vanderbilt football lately. <laughs> uh, and you know, you know, we was talking about some of these games. We're going to get to them here in a minute. You know, it's strength on strength. It's, it's, the, it's the best of the SEC offense against the best of the SEC defense. But this is the total opposite. It's, it's Mizzou struggling defense against probably the worst offense right now I have seen in SEC play in a long time. Last week was a total meltdown and embarrassment when they went against Mississippi State. And I don't see them bouncing back this week, Mike. I, I, I see – I know Eli, man. I'll tell you one thing about Eli. I don't know him personally, but you, you just know. You just talk – you just can listen to somebody and you know what kind of personality they have. And and he here's a coach that is not happy – with the current situation being three and four. I mean, they got to win three more games to get into a bowl. That's not where Eli wants to be. They had some time to, to, to fix some problems, and you do that 
like you said earlier in the show with your all-American running back, I think this is a big, big day for Beatty. And it's not – this may be the least sexiest lock of the week. Mike, oh. But I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way because I think – I don't want to call it a statement game. I just think Missouri's going to come out and kick some ass. That's what I think is going to happen here. This is not going to be close. Give me Missouri 42 Vanderbilt, 20. 22, so that gives, yes. Give me the points. Give me the over. Lock of the week, Mizzou. <laughs> Maybe my favorite thing about that pick, Shane, is you didn't even know if you were covering while you were picking it, yet you locked it down. But, yeah, I mean. You know what it is, Mike? Here's the thing, man. I'm looking at these other games, and I know people wanted me to wait. I, I really thought long and hard about doing the old Miss Auburn game. I thought long and hard about the Kentucky Mississippi State game, the Georgia Florida game. But it's like, man, I don't know how really any of those are going to finish. I know how this one's going to end. Mm-hmm. I know Missouri's going to Missouri's going to win. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get sweet. I'm not going to get fancy. I'm just going to get right down to it. These guys are here to make some money. So give me $100 on Mizzou because I just and I think I I, I it wouldn't surprise me if Missouri doesn't get to 50 on this thing. I just I Vanderbilt defense is that bad and it's been a while since Mizzou's got to flex and this is their perfect opportunity. Right, and it almost feels like, Shane, a couple weeks ago when Vanderbilt went to South Carolina and nearly pulled the upset, but obviously it didn't happen there at the very mm-hmm. very end of the game. It felt like it's kind of like the wind came out of the sails, you know, for the Vanderbilt right. Commodores. How many games can they really win here in the SEC? I think they, re- they really need to get that ball rolling. And, hey, maybe they turn that corner, and it is this weekend at home against a Missouri team that's struggling themselves. But I think a big advantage – like you said, for Eli Drinkowitz and company, they've had two weeks to prepare. They've had the ability to rest up and you know get some of these younger players ready to go on the defensive side of the ball. That's what they really need. To, and they're getting the best opponent in the SEC mm-hmm. to kind of work on that defense. So, so many things favor Missouri in this game before you even get to Tyler Bader and Connor Basilak, who – probably going to be the best players on the field when Missouri has mm-hmm. the football. So, so many advantages and I'm glad I didn't lock it up because I, I didn't want to both <laughs> lock us up here, but I've got a similar score, Shane. I think Missouri gets right this weekend. This is almost like a must win because if you're, if you become yeah. the first team that loses to Clark Lee in conference play, I mean, Oof. man, the, the tailspin will continue. So I think, the Missouri Tigers will be really focused, and I think even the defense bounces back this week, Shane. I'm going Missouri 42, Vanderbilt 14. Mm, very similar. All right, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane, big game. Now, the rest of the games here, you know, we're not saying that one's going to be super competitive that first game, but I I really think the all the rest of the games we got this weekend in the SEC will be really competitive, and it starts yeah. number 12, Kentucky, Shane, on the road at Mississippi State, Wildcats favored by a point and a half on the road, over under at 47, uh, 7 mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. And how about this stat, Shane? Mark Stoops, you may think, well, hell, they got two weeks to prepare for this one. He's only 5-4 and four after a bye week as Kentucky's head coach. So, mm-hmm. ooh, I don't know. It's getting interesting. Who do you, who do you like in the matchup? <laughs> Oh, Mike, I went round and round on this one, man, because you just – there's some things that you said earlier in the week that just 
sticks in the back of my head. As, I, as I'm starting to gamble, as you start to put some of your money on this stuff, you're like, I don't know about this one, you know. <laughs> Kentucky, Mississippi State, it just, it just feels like it's going to be a coin toss, man. Mm-hmm. I, 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 for the all week, I'm going to tell you right now, all week I had Mississippi State win this game because something you said, they've just not faced an offense like this. They've not had that passing attack. They've – They've kind of, you know, they've done well against the running game, and that's kept them in. I mean, even in Georgia, you know, it wasn't a complete blowout. Kentucky, you know, held their own for for a few drives. So, I think part of that is lingering. But then I'm looking at Mississippi State. I mean, hell, there's – you can make an argument Mississippi State should be 6-1 and right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not not Kentucky, but – there, the the what is the uh, the Memphis game they got screwed out of the LSU game. I think if they could play that one again, I, I think they have a victory. But I don't know, man. I think these two teams are just so damn deadlocked. It could go either way. But even though I had Mississippi State all week, Mike. <laughs> I got a Morristown Honda this thing because every time I count Kentucky out, they find a way to win. You know, I, I know Georgia was a tall glass of water. That was a tough – I mean, Georgia is on a different playing field right now. Mm-hmm. Kentucky has went out there every single Saturday, and no matter how ugly or how pretty, they found ways to win games. And I just I – can't, I can't bet against them, man. I cannot bet against them right now until next week, of course. But this week, I'm going Kentucky. (laughs) Kentucky, 28. Mississippi State, 27. (laughs) Oh, man, you really did. On a more stylish thing, didn't you? Yes, and the way I see it, I just – I know know Stoops is going to – he's got to get the – he's got to get the ball going, man. He's got to get the ground game going. They got to lean on those. Uh, Mississippi State, one of the better defenses, one of the sneaky – Quiet defenses in the country, not, not a lot of people are talking about. But I just think with that offensive line, the way they're hitting right now, with the way these running backs are hitting right now, if, if they can just keep Mississippi State off the field, force three and outs with Will Rogers, you know, I, I think that's that's the key is just, just momentum and time of possession. And that's why I like Kentucky to win because a couple three and outs, then Mississippi State can get behind the, behind the chains here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is – you know, this is a wild card one, Shane. And like I said, when this line came out, it kind of tipped Vegas' hand what they were thinking. And, you know, Mississippi State opened as the favorite. Now Kentucky a slight favorite. No surprise mm-hmm. there in my mind. But, again, speaks to the nature of the toss-up. And how about some stats here, Shane? Now everybody, you think of Kentucky, you think of this dominant rushing attack. Number six in the SEC in rushing, while Mississippi State number three in stopping the run. So, Mm-hmm. Mississippi State may have the edge in the running game there. Mississippi State, of course, number one in the SEC and throwing the ball. Kentucky, number six in the SEC in stopping the pass. So again, another thing that favors Mississippi State. And I, you know, I think this will be critical to the game, Shane. Kentucky, twelfth in the SEC in sacks. Mm-hmm. But Mississippi State 12th and allowing sacks. So, <laughs> so who's going to be the team that shows up in uh, that crucial category with uh, Mississippi State? You know, you got to think they're going to throw the ball 50-something times. So, yeah, you know, which unit wins that I think will be paramount. So many things are pointing me towards Mississippi State, Shane. Kentucky finally losing. Maybe they've lost some of that hope that they'll win the SEC. Hell, they need Georgia to lose twice. So, 
You know, that seems very unrealistic, but it's not off the table just yet. How will these Kentucky Wildcats respond? I just said it, Mark Stoops, not a great record. After the bye, five and four, that's nothing to write home about. So mm-hmm. many things favor Mississippi State. I got to do it, Shane. Lock <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Kentucky's going to win on the road, 28 <laughs> to 24. I'm right there with you, Shay. We got to stop betting against Kentucky. And here, you know, there are a lot of things that point towards Mississippi State, and I think that's why it's going to be a close game. But mm-hmm. one of these teams, Shane, is veteran laden. The other one is largely inexperienced. And of course, Kentucky's the veteran, while Mississippi State, full of freshmen and sophomores, playing critical roles all over that team. And oh, yeah. I just can't bet on Mississippi State right now, Shane, because we don't know which team's going to show up week in and week out. And they were good last week, so they're probably going to be bad Mm -hmm. this week. So (laughs) I think Kentucky, you know, they're legitimately one of the best teams in the country. Hell, they're number 12 in the country for a reason. They're they're probably underrated at number 12. So this is a game, you're Mark Stoops and the Wildcats. You go on the road, you take care of business. You should win this game. If not, maybe you're a little bit of a fraud. And I certainly don't (laughs) think that's the case. I think Kentucky is, uh, their magical ride is going to continue for another week. So I got Kentucky winning it 28-24 lock of the week. Mm-mm-mm. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mississippi State. <laughs> you just got one. Just when I was feeling confident, man. I was like, all week. I'm going to tell you, Mike, I was – it didn't – I'm not going to say this thought didn't cross my mind. I was like, man, I think Mike's going to pick Kentucky. And that's why. It's <laughs> one of the reasons. I didn't think you are going to lock it down. If I'd known that, I may have switched this thing back around. But, yeah, this is one of those games, man. It, it, it's really going to come down to the fourth quarter. And, and this is going to be one of those that we're going to be glued to the TV. Uh, I hate the timing of it all. Here we got two games at three. Mm-hmm. We got two games at seven. It's like we could have we could have flexed one of these, you know, so we get to enjoy it a little bit more because I think this game is definitely going to need that attention. So uh, it's going to come down the wire for sure. Well, hey, now wait a second, Shane. You know, you may have forgotten. I, I'm on a lock streak of my my own chain. I'm one and zero. I picked Alabama as my lock of the week last week, and that came through for me. <laughs> Just saying, well, I've turned the corner. <laughs> They're they're like our our get right game, you know, our get right team. It's like when you're betting bad, just pick Alabama or Georgia. You'll be fine. (laughs) All right, Shane, next game on the docket, man. This should be one hell of a game here in the evening. Number 10, Ole Miss at number 18, Auburn. The Tigers, Shane, favored by two and a half points. The Mm over-under, 66 and a half total points. This thing is uh, kicking off at 7 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. Six o'clock central, of course. Auburn leads the all-time series thirty-four to eleven, and the Tigers have won five in a row. In last year, won thirty-five to twenty-eight. Who do you like in the matchup? Oh, Mike, I like them both. You know, that's the yeah. problem. Is is I, I, Auburn feels like they they kind of finding themselves their their, their identity. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I've watched that Arkansas game, Mike, and, and I think that's. Part of me is like, man, Auburn is back, baby, you know. But then part of me is like, well, if that went the other way, then Arkansas would have won the game, you know. So it's almost like, what? Which is it? Is, is Auburn back, or did the stars need to be aligned for them to beat the the Hogs last week? So I, I think that's that's my biggest X factor there because I know what Ole Miss is. 
We all know what Ole Miss is. They, they are a fantastic offense. They do just enough on defense. They will outscore anybody except Alabama right now. Um, so, can Auburn do that? Can Auburn outscore Ole Miss? One of the, the most popular, I guess, tweets that you get this week is a lot of people are wanting me to fix this one. They wanted <laughs> me to keep picking against Auburn because it's worked up to this point. And I'm – Mike, I'm torn. I am torn on this game again. I, I just right now being able to sit in a stand and watch this Ole Miss team, and then what they did last week. This is a team that is better than when they played Alabama the first time. Mm-hmm. I truly believe it. They are starting to find their identity again. These receivers are finally starting to make some crucial catches. They're not all. They're not out of the woodworks yet. But I just cannot. I can't put my money on Bo Nix. I just I've seen too mm. much on him. I've seen up and down. You want to talk about just a bipolar type of of play? It is definitely Bo Nix. Obviously, he's hitting right now. But I just I for the life of me, I cannot find a way for Auburn to win this game, even though it's at home. I just I can't. Miracles happen, but I think Lane Kiffin wins this one. So give me Ole Miss. And the points, 41, Auburn, 35. Why do you hate Auburn, Shane? <laughs> I'm telling you, I've, I've hated on them all year long, and look where they're at. So, I'm sure the fans are excited that I'm taking Ole Miss. But I just, for the life of me, Mike, I I, I mean, think about what you've seen. I've, I know what Ole Miss is. I don't know what Auburn is yet. Mm-hmm. I got one more stat for you, Shane. I looked this up right before we hopped on the, the line here. But uh, Brian Harson, you know, he's still – we're still learning about this guy being in the first year in the SEC and no history in the conference. Seven and one as a head coach, Shane, after mm. the bye week, which obviously Auburn is coming off a bye. So this will be his first opportunity to improve mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's that's pretty outstanding. I mean, that, that gives you an indication – of uh, just how good this guy is at managing the bye week. So many things going right for the Auburn Tigers this season. Now, I know the Georgia game, that was huge, but it was not in the evening. I think this is going to be the biggest home game of the year for the Auburn Tigers up to this point. Of course, they've got Alabama here in a couple weeks, so certainly an opportunity Mm -hmm. to, to top that. But, yeah, this thing's going to be a buzzsaw, Shane, and Ole Miss, you know, you're coming off games against LSU, Tennessee, Alabama. I mean, so many big games back-to-back. Arkansas as well thrown in there. So, Mm -hmm. man, I'm right there with you, Shane, though. I mean, Matt Corral, Bo Nix. I think this game is really going to come down to, you know, the coaching battle of uh, Lane Kiffin and Derek Mason going head-to-head. Who wins that battle? I certainly got to think that, uh, you know, the better quarterback, like you said, is – how can it not be any anyone other than Matt Corral in this matchup? But right. maybe – but then again, on the flip side, Auburn's got that hammer tank Bigsby, baby. So, <laughs> I'm just as torn as you, Shane. And as we're sitting here debating these picks, I'm going to flip-flop mine. Uh-oh. Auburn's winning it 33-0 Jeez. miss 30. That's how tight I think this thing is. And – I would not be surprised either way, but I think Auburn covers the spread, and uh, this this wild ride continues for one more week at least. And 
Auburn, remember, Shane, they still control their destiny in the SEC West. They could be the team that reaches Atlanta by season's end if the Tigers can beat the Crimson Tide at home, which, hell, it's happened many, many times before when no one saw it coming. You know what? Oh, man. I This is going to be such a good game, Mike. I just <laughs> I, I want to give Auburn the nod. I'm like, hey, it's at home. It's loud down there. But, dude, we've seen this team perform – under violent crowds, literally dodging mustard packs right. and, and and water bottles, and these guys, it, it they were never shaken. There was never false starts. There was never. I thought we would see some of that. So I don't think crowd noise. You got one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the country, and and until he's not under center, I cannot pick against Old Miss right now. So I'm with you. I think it comes down the wire, but I just think I think Old Miss has the last the last uh, the last series. Yeah, I'm glad you said that though, Shane, because that really did that almost factored into my decision too. Because I think Auburn's going to create such a hostile environment, but. Ole Miss should be geared up for that, too, after playing at Neyland yeah. Stadium. So, man, that just <laughs> yeah. makes this pick even tougher to, to make. You know what? Absolutely. Remember when Lindsey ran? When we pulled off the upset? Remember when Gurley chomped? And the whole team flooded the field? The team is on the field right now. Then Stafford to Massaqua and to Henderson? Remember when Sony broke loose? And Cager broke their hearts. Lawrence Cager. Oh yeah. Remember when I made that catch? Mitchell makes the catch. He breaks away. Touchdown! This game's got a lot of iconic moments. Legends are born on the banks of the St. John's River. It's a rivalry that stands the test of time. That's what you want. A little hate. A lot of disdain. Dogs on top. We were gone. Georgia and Florida. A stadium split in half, a battle line, red and black versus orange and blue. 365 days of tension building up for this game, college football's greatest rivalry. This Saturday is no ordinary Saturday. It's this team's moment to rewrite history. This team's moment to take what's ours. This team's moment to be legendary. And that moment's here. So let's take it. All right, Shane, final game here. Number one, Georgia versus Florida in Jacksonville. The Bulldogs favored by 14 and a half points. The largest Georgia's been favored in this series going back to 1995. The over-under, 51 total points. And, of course, the game's at 3.30 Eastern on CBS, 2.30 Central. And this is how you know it's a rivalry, Shane. Georgia says the all-time series, they lead it 53-44, to 44, <laughs> while Florida says it's 52-44. to 44. They can't even agree how many times they have met on the gridiron. But either way, Georgia leads it. And Kirby is 3-1 uh, and one against Dan Mullen when the two are head-to-head -head as uh, head coaches. Excuse me. So who do you like in the matchup here? Mm, Mike, I got a got a history lesson floating around out there somewhere about this game. This is a 
This is one of the better rivalries in the country, Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, these two teams absolutely hate each other. The fan base hate each other. They want to see them. They don't want to see them lose. They want to see them get destroyed. They want to get see them get blackballed and kicked out of the SEC. That's just how deep this hatred is. And you look at you look at this. Uh, one of the things I noticed uh, when you're looking at the records here, going back 2008, Florida won three years in a row. Then Georgia won three years in a row. Then Florida three. Then Georgia three. <laughs> now you would naturally think Florida's on there. They've already got one down, mm -hmm. you know. So if you're if you're in Vegas and and you're wanting to play, uh, you know, play some gambling, you're probably going to lay it on black if blacks hit once and it's due to hit three more, two more times. So I just, I you got to throw all that stuff out, Mike. I mean, because these are two different ball clubs than they were last year. Georgia is playing some of the best football I have seen in my life. And it doesn't matter who's at quarterback. I, that's the thing. People are saying, well, what if uh, what if JT doesn't get in there? What if what it doesn't matter, man? Kirby Smart could be throwing the damn football. They've shown <laughs> you that they're gonna be able to compete with whoever's out there because that's not their strength. Their strength is running the ball. Mm -hmm. They got plenty of running backs, they got plenty of linemen, and their their big strength is defense. If you can't score, guess what? We're gonna win. So that's that's Georgia football right now. You look at the Florida Gators and buddy, they're spiraling. They, I mean, if you're reading into it, I mean, if you're, <laughs> I guarantee you, I'm, I'm not logged into any of their message boards, but I bet it's been on fire the last couple of weeks <laughs> because we're losing recruits. Dan's going on vacation. <laughs> we got all these job opportunities opening up. We're losing games we shouldn't. We don't know who's going to be at quarterback. It's just blah, blah, blah. There's just so many things going on. But you can't count Dan out. You can't count these Gators out because they do got talent. And that's exactly what they want going into this Georgia game. They want the Georgia Bulldogs to just think they're going to own. They don't have to prepare. They don't have to go 100% because this is the Florida Gators from last year. But that's where you get reckless. That's where you can get upset. But I just don't see that happening, Mike. I, I, I tried to make ways. I tried to – to create scenarios in my head where Florida can hang around and maybe even beat Georgia Bulldogs. But I just can't because every time I've said that, you look at some of these games that Georgia was just supposed to steamroll team, there was never any letdown. They go out and they steamroll these teams. This is the, the best coached football team I have seen in a long, long time since Nick Saban's guys. So I'm going to – I'm gonna, I just – I can't. I can't make it a ball game. Give me Georgia – 35, give me Florida, 17. And that's – I I mean, 17's backdooring. I think they, they hold at 10 points for most of the game. Ooh. One of the greatest rivalries in all of sports. You think it's going to be a blowout, Shane? Remember, this is the same Florida yeah. team that played Alabama toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Mm -hmm. Same Florida team that – you know, Tennessee made their mistakes, but they handled the volunteers pretty easily, and we've come to find out looks like Tennessee's pretty solid. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to argue with anything you just said, man, because them Georgia Bulldogs playing so well. I've tried to, all week. I've tried to make this a competitive game, Shane, and yeah. I'm the. I feel like I'm the last man standing on the island singing the praises of Dan Bullitt. I still think he's a great <laughs> coach, but. 
I'm kind of flabbergasted, you know, not that he needs to really come out here and say it, but you know, what's going to happen if he starts Emory Jones in this football game and they get waxed? Oof. You know what I mean? Like that, that's going to be a bad, bad day for old Dan Mullen and company. So mm-hmm. I think it's so strange. It's hard to pick these games. We don't know who's the starting quarterback for either one. I, I mean, I assume Stenson Bennett, I don't think JT Daniels, we're going to see him in this game. So I'm, I'm picking it based on the fact that I think it's going to be Stetson Bennett again. But I'm also picking it based on the fact that I think Dan Mullen is finally going to wise up and start Anthony Richardson. And I think that's going to give Florida somewhat of an edge in this. I know they're going up against maybe the most dominant defense we've ever seen in college football. You know, it's too bold to make that comment midseason, but certainly – they, they are well on their way to being that the Georgia Bulldogs. So mm-hmm. I think I think Florida's going to find more success than you do in this one, Shane. I think it's going to be a tighter ball game. And I think, uh, you know, hell, maybe maybe Dan Mullen just needed to go on vacation. Who knows? Maybe he was meeting with some X and O's gurus down there and, and working on plays to beat the Georgia Bulldogs. So I think they're going to throw the kitchen sink at this defense. And like I said, I think they're going to have some success. But in the end, there's no way in hell I'm going to pick the Florida Gators to beat the Georgia Bulldogs. And I'm, you know, I would not be stunned at all, even if Georgia wins in a, just a slaughter. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Georgia and Kirby wants to do to the Florida Gators and Dan Mullen every year. So that would not surprise me at all. But I think Florida shows up just like they did against Alabama, just like they did well, I'm trying to think of another game, really. Not a, not a ton to select from, but uh, against Tennessee, I guess. But uh, So I've got this thing a little bit lower scoring than you, Shane. I got Georgia 27, Florida 17. And I just got to hope and pray that uh, Florida has learned how to stop the, the running counterattack because if not, I just run that every day and play and score 60 points on them like uh, LSU damn near did two weeks ago. You know what? So, so you're what you're saying is Dan's like a like Ace Ventura when he lost that raccoon. <laughs> he went up on vacation. He's up there at the monks right now trying to get his chi right. So maybe that's what he is. He was he just the what was that the Wachuchi tribe or I can't remember how it's called, but that that's what he did. He went out there to to find himself and and get grounded and come back and win this football game. So mm-hmm. and that's and, and Dan's done this in the past, man. Not Florida's done this in the past. It's a program that as soon as you count them out, they come right back. They got talent. They got NFL talent mm-hmm. on that roster. I mean, they they can compete with Georgia. It's just putting it all together. And sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you need a momentum swing. And who knows? You need what you need, Mike, is somebody other than a quarterback to make some plays in this ball game. You need somebody on that defense. You need one of these guys that when when whoever's back at quarterback decides to throw it, maybe they'd get a pick six or something like that. I mean, we saw that with uh, the Arkansas-Auburn uh, game. You mm-hmm. know, just needed a just needed a momentum swing, and and you're right back into this. So I I'm with you. It <laughs> here I am. I just told you there's a blowout. Now I'm trying to convince myself <laughs> the Florida Gators are going to upset the Bulldogs. So I don't know, Mike. That's what I love about Saturday. That's what I love about this rivalry. Uh, you just never know. 
There's been plenty of times these two teams have fought and you knew exactly who's going to win and the other one walked away victorious. So maybe that's what happens. Just another world's largest outdoor cocktail party extravaganza, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, brother. Yeah, and I, you know, thinking back to Florida, I mean, I know obviously they're hugely disappointing at this point of the season, but it's not like there's some god-awful team. It's, uh, you know, it's they had a inexperienced center against Kentucky. They had, what, eight or nine false starts. They had all these interceptions against LSU that killed them. Uh, in yeah. the Kentucky game, it was the block field goal return for a touchdown. In the Alabama game, it was the missed extra point. They had to chase that, and, and that's – you know, they failed on the two-point conversion. They lost by two. I mean, it, these are little things, for the most part, that can be corrected. And that's what a bye week's good for. So, yeah, if they could put all those pieces together, again, I think they can make it a fight, a three-quarter, maybe even a four-quarter fight with the Georgia Bulldogs. But, of course, Georgia number one in the nation for a reason. Hell, we've been saying it all season they should be number one. And they, yeah. I think they've exceeded even our expectations. So, in the mm-hmm. end... I don't think there's going to be anyone picking Florida to win this football game, but I just I think Florida's got it in them one more time to get up for. If you can't get up for this game, you might as well just just quit. You know what I mean? Just hang it up. Yeah, this is this is their championship game now, man. Mm-hmm. This is the SEC championship for them. You for many years you talked about who's the best team in the East. It always it's been coming down to these two teams, and I don't think that's any different, man. So. Uh, Florida's not where they want to be, but damn, I, I still right now, even though <laughs> Kentucky beat them, I still, I mean, neutral field, come on now. We got two of the best teams right here going against each other. So, um, like you said, if they don't show up for this one, then, then I, the hell with them. Get a new coach. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Well, uh, that's all I got. You got anything before we – jump off here i got some reviews Uh oh <laughs> all right mike well you know <laughs> i've been putting these things off uh for quite some time so you may want to fast forward or you may just want to grab you another beer because i've got a few <laughs> reviews i gotta read here because i pre I, seriously man i I appreciate everybody that that has taken the opportunity to get iphones it, it's so funny because a lot of fans i realize when they first buy an iphone <laughs> they'll send me a tweet or something like that and it's like all right they can finally get a five-star review in um you know some of you going to uh verizon and and uh best buy and you're sending those reviews out from the cop phones up front so uh it's not unnoticed so that's why i want to read them because we do appreciate the hustle we do appreciate the effort it does really help us out of course mike mike appreciates it every time he's got to go to that mailbox and send off another koozie but <laughs> if you do get it don't forget screenshot and send that thing in to uh that sec podcast at gmail.com but mike let me go ahead and read a few of these so uh sit back and let me <laughs> enjoy the show the first one is going to come from dire bk06 great daily sec discussions five star funny and insightful sec football discussions more of a casual discussion than all the hype associated with espn podcast well dire bk i appreciate you yeah appreciate you dire 
Next one comes from HLM CK. A lot of letters. Thank you. Five stars. Thanks for keeping me up to date in the car without having to listen to talking heads on the insert cable news network here. <laughs> roll tide roll. Well, HLM, I appreciate you. I'm going to call him Hemkel. Thanks, Hemkel. <laughs> yeah. Say that 10 times fast. Next one comes from RYRYN. A lot of numbers. Great show. Five star great show if you're an sec homer like myself go gators well ryry i appreciate you yeah thanks ry ry all right next one comes from nick knack 84 knack cool name aggies love the show five star mike and shane kill it on every podcast love the show gig them well nick knack i appreciate you yeah thanks nick knack next one comes from tl godsey Zero eight podcast is great. Five star. Absolutely love your content and enjoy all your breakdowns. Keep up the good work and go big orange. Well, TL, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Godsey. Next one comes from AWL69. What's going on? Five star. <laughs> I was out doing a nice dinner with my grandkids, and all of a sudden, this crazy guy named Cousin Shane was all all over me asking to take pictures and listen to his podcast. Well, AWL, I'm hustling out here. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you, AWL, and appreciate you, Shane, getting us another one. That's right. Get them grandkids some phones now. <laughs> Next one comes from Go Balls 25. Go Balls, five star. Just wanted to let you guys know I'm a big fan of the show. Probably my overall favorite podcast to listen to. I drive an hour and a half to way to work and to get my job as a firefighter in South Haven, Mississippi. And I listen every time I make the drive. We'll be in Knoxville the next two weekends cheering on my balls and looking forward to the black jersey Saturday. Really enjoy the show, and as always, go Vols. Well, the black jerseys work. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Yeah, that gives you, you an idea. we're a little behind. That's what I was about to say. I mean, how many of these are from 2020 season, I wonder? But uh, thanks, right. thanks, go Vols. <laughs> Uh, you're going to love how that one ends. Next one comes to uh, Turk 12, 12, 7. Dogs, five-star, absolutely phenomenal show. Really hope you didn't jinx us both by picking us over Auburn. We didn't, Turk. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Turk. <laughs> Next <laughs> I feel like Nostradamus, is it Nostradamus? I don't know. They, uh, I, I know the future. Next one comes from SECU in Fayetteville. Hey, buddy. Five star. Best SEC pod there is. Covers every team so well. Been listening for over a year. Heard y'all asking for some reviews, so decided to come through. Woo, pig. Well, SEC in Fayetteville, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Fayetteville. Next one goes to Raisin Vols. Cool name. The best five star because of this podcast. I know more about all SEC matchups and are more excited every Saturday to watch some football. Thanks for all you do and go Vols. Well, Raisin Vols, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Raisin. Next one comes from How About Them Gamecocks? I hope you're still listening. Cousin Shane, five star. The best SEC podcast there is, and it ain't even close. If I could give 100 stars, I would. I look forward to every episode. I'm a huge Gamecock fan and always excited to see y'all's opinion of our program. Keep up the content. Well, how about them Gamecocks? I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Gamecocks. 
Next one comes from Beef. <laughs> love this podcast. Five star. I love this podcast. This is the only sports related podcast I listen to because y'all are both entertaining and informative. And this review isn't just for the koozie. Ha ha. I swear. I may be one of the only female listeners, but know that we're out there. Might be because I'm a Tennessee fan alum living in Florida behind enemy lines, if you ask Shane. That needs some fellow Vols for life in my ear. Either way, I've enjoyed listening and learning since last fall. Keep up the great work, Mike and Shane, and go Big Orange. Well, Bev, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Bev. I, <laughs> yeah, I screwed that one up too, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bev. I think I follow you on Twitter. I apologize. Next one goes to Jack Hope Crap Sack. Cool name. <laughs> the SEC <laughs> Podcast. Five star, my favorite podcast. I listen every morning when I run. SEC Mike is very knowledgeable, and Cousin Shane is pretty funny. Five stars. There you well, go. Well, Jack Hoke, I, I do the same when I run. You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> run the store, run the fridge. Next one goes to Anthony Roos Cauldron. Best SEC podcast, five star. SEC Mike and Cousin Shane are the most knowledgeable and entertaining SEC podcasts out there. What's going on? Well, Anthony, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. Next one comes from Neck Rose. Best SEC podcast out there. Five star. What damn eagle. Thankful for the podcast, brothers. It makes my work day go a lot faster. Well, Neck Rose, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Nick. Next one goes to R. Tyler Lynn. Solid podcast. Five star. Great guys and some solid discussion. Well, Tyler, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Next one comes from Cobra, 6155, great podcast, five-star, PA guy, diehard bulldog, love the show, keeps me updated and informed on all SEC football, keep up the good work, and go dogs. Well, Cobra, I appreciate you. Yeah, cool name, thanks, Cobra. Next one comes from Pete Sarmuki. I'm sure I butchered that one, great podcast, five-star, podcast is great. Just started listening a few weeks ago, and it's become a daily thing. Mike, Cousin Shane, I appreciate you. Well, Pete, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pete. <laughs> Next one comes from Dylan Aaron. Love the show. Been following for five star. <laughs> I should throw that one in there. Been following for a while and have always enjoyed. Well, Dylan, I appreciate you. Thanks, Dylan. Next one comes from Volunteer Fan. I am a new listener. Five star. I'm a new listener. I'm a huge Big Orange fan. And during this time of hype, I have wanted to get more content of people telling me how good Tennessee is because my PTSD from previous <laughs> coaches has left scars and I don't want to get my hopes up. I have followed SEC Mike on Twitter for a long time and wanted to give the show a listen, and it has not disappointed. Thanks for highlighting all the games from the multiple angles. Well, Volunteer Fan, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Volunteer Fan. It's not my burner account, I promise, Mike. <laughs> Next one comes from John Batty. Love this podcast. Five star. It's great to hear inside info of their discussion about Tennessee football. Well, John Batty, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, John. Next one comes from Crispy4688. Cool name. Loving the show. Five star. I've listened to a few podcasts. You know, it's getting we're getting late in this thing here. Mostly Georgia related because that's my favorite team. But I've listened to the show a couple of times now. And 
I think you guys are doing an exceptional job, other than the Tennessee lover. <laughs> uh, clearly, Mike, it helps me get through my drives in and from work. Keep up the good work and go dogs. Well, Crispy Numbers, I appreciate you. Thanks, Crispy. <laughs> Next one comes from Outdoor Man 240. Good show, five star. Great show, guys. Listen every day, every week. Well, Outdoorsman, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Outdoorsman. Next one comes from Abbott6x9. Five stars for Cousin Shane's, and it's cut off because I'm on the iPhone here. Five star. Been listening to the show since last year and just now getting around <laughs> the old rain <laughs> review. Incredible show and surprisingly unbiased, even as a fellow Volvo fan. Five stars. Well, me and Abbott, we're we, we the same procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it off. But Abbott, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Abbott. My words ain't. <laughs> Let me get in there sip here, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I got to lube up here. Next one comes from Kennedy <laughs> underscore engineer. Great stuff. Five star. Look forward to hearing good old football talk from two SEC fans on a daily basis. Tons of humor and great insights. Keep up the great work. Roll Tide. Well, Kennedy Engineer, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Kennedy. And it's nice to know that uh, someone smarter than us, we're, we're still entertaining them. <laughs> I love trains. Next one comes from MacPo55. Great podcast. Engineer, I, I get that, Mike. You get that like a train I got engineer? it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got to get out more. Next one, great podcast, five-star, great insight, and the guys are hilarious. Go Hogs. Well, Mac Poe, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you, Mac. Next one comes from Jason C. Barrett, two-year-long listener, five-star. These guys are really good at covering the entire SEC. I think they should talk about Georgia a lot more than they do, but they are getting better. Cousin Shane brings a humorous redneck flavor. These guys are legit. Well, Jason C. Barrett, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Jason. Two-year review. I love it, man. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. These are our fans right here, baby. Shenanigans, best college football podcast by – I got MI, I got the phone here, Mike. I can't read the rest of that one. But it's five-star, <laughs> and I've listened to a bunch of college football podcasts – and all too often, it's just somebody doing their job, and there is definitely no passion. This podcast is totally different. It's basically like sitting around talking football with your buddies, but these guys know their stuff. It also helps that beyond the knowledge, they are huge fans. I've been listening for a few years now and finally wanted to say, <laughs> great job, Mike and Shane. Shenanigans, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for finally coming around there, shenanigans. But we do appreciate you. <laughs> Think about how many reviews are going to have in five years, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was, I'm giving you one star each year, Mike. This one, MD Dogs fan. Five star. Love the show. Keeps me informed on the SEC action. And the banter is always good for a few laughs. Keep up the good work and go, dogs. Well, MD Dogs fan, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, dog. Whew. Next one. Cause from Mason Dixon, dog, cool name, number one pod out there, five star. I've been listening to y'all since the pause inception. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> 
the two of y'all remind me of the two characters from the all-time great movie, Clark Griswold, Mike, and Cousin Eddie, my man, Shane. <laughs> Mike brings the serious content, oversight, and Cousin Shane comes in with the wild card content. Keep up the good works and go dolls. Well, Mason Dixon, the shitter's full. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you, Mason. Uh, next one comes from that 04 best SEC podcast for the best conference. Five star title says it all. Very entertaining and informative SEC podcast. Covers all the teams fairly and thoroughly, not just the big boys. Makes Saturdays even more enjoyable. Love the show and roll tide. Well, Thad04, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Next one comes from Big Blue Cat Daddy. Cool name. Awesome podcast. Five star. Love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. And a long-suffering, die-hard UK football fan. This is the best college football pod out there. Great content. Well, Big Blue Cat Daddy, I appreciate you. Yeah, cool name. Thanks, Daddy. Next one comes from Reed Reynolds. Five star. Been listening for a couple of years now. <laughs> Hands down. Best podcast covering the SEC. I love the duo Mike and Shane, and I can always relate to the heartbreak of Shane being a Vol homer. And recent Vol grad myself, these guys are entertaining, funny, unbiased, and do a great job of covering all teams fairly. And have a blast doing it. I look forward to listening to this each morning. Keep up the great work, fellas, and go Big Orange. Well, Reed Reynolds, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Reed. Oh, the dogs appreciate it too, Mike. The dogs, man, I'm out of beer. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Next one comes from Kyle Whoopick Suey. Best SEC podcast show out there. I'm making up words now. <laughs> I recently found this show and now I have to listen to it every morning. My wife is a huge Vols fans as well. Sounds awesome. She relates to Cousin Shane's anguish. <laughs> keep up the good work and I'll keep listening from Cookville, Tennessee. Well, Kyle Woodpick Suey, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Kyle. Boy, he found a winner there. Next one comes from Biggie Bry. Best pod bar none. Five star. Fantastic pod. If you're interested in only college football, that matters. The SEC. An already great pod has gotten even better since Mike left his job at that Bama website. <laughs> <laughs> he and his often included cousin Shane sound like a pair of good old dudes who would be fun sharing a beer or eight with while talking b-ball. They're Tennessee fans, but it isn't ball-centric show. I've adopted the Knoxville program as my second favorite. In fact, they spend time talking about every one of the 14 programs and not just Bama <coughs> SDS. At that SEC podcast, it just matters more. My Aggies are on the upcoming coming up and will be forced to be reckoned with now that we've slayed the dragon. At golf? No, Nick. <laughs> Gig them and keep up the awesome work, fellas. Well, Biggie Brock, fantastic review, and I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Biggie, and I swear I didn't write this one. <laughs> Two more. Next one comes from Sockmaster72, best football pod out there, five-star. Mike knows his stuff, and Shane is one of the most entertaining guys out there. Listen to this before any other football pod. Well, Sockmaster, killer name, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Sockmaster. And last but not least, coming in, Georgia Boy 1983, great show, five star cousin shane is a blast to listen to he cracks me up go dogs georgia boy i appreciate you Ooh, 
Joe Jaboa. Appreciate each and every one of you for all those outstanding reviews. How about it, Shane? Oh, Mike, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the old Miss game again. <laughs> Begging Lane not to go for it on fourth down. <laughs> all right, Shane, so that's going to do it for the latest episode of the show. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. I appreciate you, Shane, for joining me as always. Catch you on the next one, and I catch you on the next one. <laughs> I'll string that together. I'll string that together. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you guys. Go balls. <laughs>